Brooklyn's Radio brings you City Update with Ian Pritchard and Lee Humphreys. Hello and welcome to City Update. And as we approach Christmas, we are joined by Lee Humphreys to talk about what's happening in the world of international finance. What's happening, Lee? Well, in keeping very much with the season in the corporate news flow, already feels as if it's entered the Christmas spirit. But uh, nevertheless, we've had announcements from Universal Music uh, that it's buying the right to, uh, the rights to uh, Bob Dylan's back catalogue for the uh, princely sum uh, thought to be over. $300 million. Uh, Warner Brothers, much the chagrin of uh, cinema chains like Cinema, uh, Cineworld uh, perhaps, have now said that all of its films released in 2021 uh, will also be available for streaming. Uh, Boston, not in Massachusetts, but in Lincolnshire, uh, is set to become Europe's fake meat capital uh, with a company called Plant and Bean uh, formally opening a dedicated 55,000 tonne a year plant protein products factory. Try saying that after your second eggnog. Uh, And uh, oil-rich Venezuela showing the Americans exactly how a free, fair and timely election should be run when they voted in their National Assembly ballots over the weekend. Yeah, but they were neither fair nor free, so people say. The Americans haven't recognised it and there will be no cries for recounts, I'm sure. But, Lee... What we really want to know about is Elon Musk. He's had a bit of a setback this week. He launched a fantastic rocket ship called Starship from his SpaceX organization, and it did really well right until the last moment when it crashed. He didn't call it a crash. He called it a rapid, unscheduled disassembly as we know it, a crash. But anyway, what's he going to be doing over the Christmas period? Um, well, yeah, no, I did see those uh, that video, uh, Ian. It was absolutely fantastic. It looked, to me, slightly like Thunderbirds. But anyway, um, it sounds like old Elon is going to be uh, moving to Texas. He announced on Monday uh, that he's uh, joined the flight out of California uh, and settled with the likes of our fellow podcaster, Ian, Joe Rogan, who made the same switch a few months ago after coinciding uh, with his move on to Spotify. Now, I guess um, Texas is where Elon Musk's um, SpaceX test sites are, but I'm sure he's not moving there for that, is he? No, actually, I think the test, the SpaceX is actually in California, but he's got he's building actually a giant giga factory in Texas. So you're, you're almost there. Um, but the real reason, I think at least, he, I don't think he said this, but um, is because he's moving because of the tax situation. Texas has no personal income tax, um, while California imposes its highest personal income levels uh, in the US upon its wealthiest residents. Uh, And uh, given that Musk has, you might recall, um, recently become the world's second wealthiest person, um, that kind of stuff is going to increasingly smart when the bill drops on the mat. So is it Elon and Joe, are they the only ones or has there been a stream of people heading for the tax haven, the Lone Star State? Well, uh, the numbers actually leaving California were significant before, but now um, so many people work remotely as a result of COVID. A steady stream has become really an exodus, Ian. Um, Musk took a uh, final swipe at the uh, state of California on his way out, actually, um, whose governor, I don't know whether you saw this, also was caught lying recently about breaking his own uh, lockdown restrictions, by the way, um, when Musk said that the state had become um, complacent with its status as a as an economic giant. Um, his exact words in were, if you allow me, um, if a team has been winning 
for too long, they tend to get a little complacent, a little entitled, and then they don't win the championship anymore. Yeah, you still haven't quite got the um, hang of these impersonations. And it was interesting, but uh, what has it got to do with the stock market, Lee? Tough crowd in today. Uh, I'm, I'm just grateful uh, you found it interesting. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm setting the scene, really, aren't I? Uh, painting a picture here for our audience, Ian. Um, but um, Musk's Tesla, still very much the darling of investors and still over a week away from the inclusion into the S&P 500 uh, that we talked about in an earlier episode, uh, announced on Tuesday that for the third time this year, they were going to sell $5 billion worth of additional stock into the market. Well, that's a huge sum of money, uh, even for you, Lee. But as, <laughs> as you say, it's the third time this year, so nothing unusual about it. And $5 billion of stock would normally make the price fall. So presumably, you're going to tell us it did or it didn't. Well, I, I'm actually going to tell you a little bit of both. But, you know, given, uh, given that it's selling new shares in a company to the value of something equivalent to, I don't know, say, Sainsbury's. Uh, and like I said last week, anything that's more abundant normally is worth less. But this is Tesla in and the rules really don't apply seemingly in the same way. To be fair, in the first few hours of trading on Tuesday, it weakened a little but uh, still ended up on the day, one and a quarter percent, which on a company already worth $600 billion and up, get this, 860% in the last 12 months. That really is very impressive indeed. And so uh, all the markets like Tesla are continuing to rise as far as I can see. Well, yeah, they certainly are uh, overall, yeah. Uh, I, I ended up in a rather sort of sombre tone, didn't I, uh, last week by pointing out that uh, 50% of what's been pushing the market higher since April uh, of this year has been taken out of the equation by the release of the uh, vaccine news, leaving only one thing to push it higher. Now, uh, presumably that's what we used to call printing money or in economic uh, speak government stimulus. That's the one. Uh, yeah. And fortunately for markets, like those vaccine announcements, governments around the world have started to embark on. Uh, the, they've started on the next sort of round. Um, Japan on Monday announced a further $700 billion um, uh, package uh, with the aim of boosting GDP by 3.6%, they say. Uh, they've actually been doing this kind of thing since the 1990s. So I'm not quite sure why this one's uh, going to work any better, but there you are. Uh, the EU on Thursday uh, added 500 billion euros to their pandemic programme, and the US appears within touching distance of a further 920 billion dollars aid package, uh, which just uh, was saw just on the prospect alone. The S&P 500 hit an another all-time high on Tuesday, and the Nasdaq completes a 10-day consecutive winning streak. And this is the old uh, trickle-down theory, isn't it? The stimulus uh, trickles down to those that need most of the help. <laughs> yeah, that is indeed the theory. But uh, uh, with uh, money so cheap and bountiful at the moment, in reality, it goes towards speculation in markets. Uh, for instance, uh, we've had an incredible reaction with some very high-profile 
IPOs in the US this week, IPOs being initial public offerings, um, uh, with DoorDash, a company called DoorDash, a company very similar actually to uh, Deliveroo or Just Eat, rising 85% in the opening minutes of trading on Wednesday and valuing the company at around $60 billion. The following day, Thursday, uh, Airbnb, you would have heard of it, no doubt, uh, also came to the market rising 120 percent seconds after the opening giving a valuation of around a hundred billion dollars so while the high streets around the world and certainly in the uk they appear to be dying before us further stimulus just seems to inflate asset prices like stocks and shares uh, plus a change in i think the french say um the uh, the conversation between us is now a sort of well-trodden path, isn't it? So um, when we hear, as we've done recently, that Debenhams is potentially about to close with the loss of 12,000 jobs and Arcadia, uh, the owner of brands such as Topshop, facing the same fate with the loss of 13,000. And then I see on Wednesday a Wayne Gretzky hockey card from 1979 is about to fetch $1 million at auction next week. We have some confirmation, if it was ever needed, that stimulus is very good way of redistributing wealth from central banks to the asset rich, while a few token crumbs fall to the floor to be scrambled over for those not fortunate enough to be in that position. Right. Well, thank you very much, Lee. I think we've come to the end of our time. Um, this is where I normally say Brexit is um, reaching a conclusion. Going, going very smoothly, isn't it? I can't see a problem with it at all. <laughs> I'm sure it'll all be sorted out eventually. Take care. Take care. Cheers, Ian. Ian Pritchard and Lee Humphreys brought you City Update on Brooklyn's Radio. Brooklyn's Radio.